Welcome, Mike Cohen, for my podcast, and it is an absolute thrill and honor to have one of my favorite actresses, because if you watch the show Stitzel, you know Gitti Weiss, who is part of a fictional Haredi Orthodox Jewish family in the hit Netflix show. And in fact, on Sunday, May 23rd at 11 a.m. Montreal time, she will be a special guest with Sonia Benezra, Benezra interviewing her for the seminary of the Hayamushka Ben Wiener Educational Center. So that's the seminary.ca slash lecture. And uh, I was going to say welcome Gitti, but welcome Netta. Welcome Netta. Hi. Thank you for having me. Hi. Well, thank you for, for being with me. And uh, my first question is, I get this wrong all the time. How do we pronounce the name of the show properly? We, we just, none of us get it right. It should have been spelled S-H-T-E-S-E-L. Then, then we would have, so how do you pronounce it? Stiesel. Okay, perfect. You do it perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, um, uh, I honestly practiced it. I, I tried to find it. And I know uh, you hear everyone butchering the name because they think it's like, you know, uh, schnitzel and all the rest of that stuff, but it's yeah. catchy and 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 everybody knows it. So first of all, I, I just have to tell you, obviously you've heard it from everyone. I, I love the show and, and I love your character. Um, this, this character, Gitti, in the third season, uh, I found really um, stood out. Uh, uh, you really had a, it was really your, kind of your arc that took a lot of attention, did it not? In the third season? Yeah, well, in the third season, I found that you were very prominent in the role you played with your son and, of course, with your daughter and your issues with your, your husband. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's uh, only in the third season. I think... Uh, actually, yeah, well, actually, I... I the story was... Smaller this season. I'm, I'm, That's what I, I, I find. Really? But, really? Um, I, I don't know. I thought it was, I, I listen, it's hard to say it was a shorter season than usual, but um, you know, maybe yeah. it's because, maybe it's because you were so good that you stood out to me because your oh, character, you. <laughs> your character really, um, I mean, I know that you're secular. You grew up as a, you're a secular Jew, but um, obviously you've played this character for a number of years. So could you really re relate to what she was going through as a mother not wanting her her son uh, to marry someone who was not religious, um, you know, being so, you know, kind of a very tough, I found. Well, first of all, the, the girl he wants is very religious. She's just from, uh, she's not Ashkenazi. I don't know if you know the differences. Right. Which is, um, um, I would say that these, those communities, tend to marry within themselves. I mean, not with their families, not like Akiva uh, and Libby, but within their own community. And they don't want to their children to move between communities. She's coming from a very orthodox, but different community. So what she's basically doing, Giti, I think, is just uh, she's trying to maintain the codes she's living in. Uh, and she tries to, she wants to be part of it. She doesn't want to be outcasted. She doesn't want to be banned. She doesn't want to be shunned or anything. And uh, she's about to be, her family is about to be. So uh, she's fighting for it. It's not necessarily only for her son. It's for her other children. Right. Um, which are, because if he will marry this girl, then they will have a big problem later. 
and she tries to avoid it. So um, I think that's basically what she's trying to to save, let's say. It, it describes it well. I mean, she's definitely a tough character. She's been through a lot in the, the three seasons that we've watched. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, dealing with the situation with, uh, with your husband, her husband, who, you know, went off to Argentina, uh, had an affair, uh, and, you know, uh, the, your your daughter, uh, uh, your famous daughter, uh, who in real life is uh, you know quite famous right now, um, you know was was really uh, upset with him, uh, and and now even today there's there there in the, in this season it looks like things got better, but I found that Gitty toughened up as a character over the, the over those three seasons. I think what happened with the husband toughened her up. Is Would that be a, a correct characterization? I, um, I, I'd say so, yeah. Also, not not only this, I think everything together toughened her up. So uh, it starts with the husband and it moves to Hami and it moves to all certain problems they have and also the problems her brother makes her and everything is connected. So, and she's trying to... to... To carry everything in her own in her own hands because if she won't then nobody else will so it's always someone is always doing this job yeah. um yeah. Mm -hmm. i think in every family there's the the person who takes care of everything and it, it just that's her role in this family so i think everything and all together uh toughened her up i'd say mm. and, and yeah. mostly i think that um the 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 conversation she has with the matchmaker in the in the first episode in season three that's what makes her very uh, I'd say that's what makes her understand that she if she doesn't save the situation now then everything's going to be lost very very well explained uh, now people are asking the big question I mean we're dying to know is it possible do you think it's possible we'll see a season four Mm, I don't think so. No, I think it's over. But I, I don't know. You never. I also thought so after season two. So uh, yeah, you never know. But uh, after season two, we also used to say it's over, and then we had season three. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe How if it will be also sell, uh, sold to Hulu or something, we will have another season. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Of course, of course. How, how did you prepare for this role? Because obviously, uh, you know, you're not, um, you know, from a Orthodox Jewish family. Uh, did you have to do a lot of research? Yeah, we, we did tremendous amount of research. We had uh, actually three months of research before. We had uh, families we used to visit in Mea Sharim. That's the Orthodox um uh, neighborhood in Jerusalem, and I we had um, how do you say it? Um, not a guide, but a coach. We had right. I had a, a it's not a really a religion coach, rather it's a more of a how to be one. Not well, she didn't taught me anything about Judaism. It was just about how to live your life as an ultra orthodox woman. Right. So uh, she's coming from within, and uh, there were there was plenty to learn things I had absolutely zero idea about, such as you never cross your legs, for example, you never cross your fingers, 
there's a certain way you sit, there's a certain way you look, there's a certain way you talk. We use different words. There's a lot of uh, differences that we had to, to learn. You probably saw that uh, even the men, they have this way of folding their, their jackets. Yes. This, that, those things we learned, yeah, because uh, we don't do it. You know, we, we had absolutely no idea. So I think all of this made it very authentic and it doesn't look like someone's um, making a caricature out of it or, or missing the, the, the small details. I think that's a major thing that makes it, I mean, the more specific it is, the less you feel that we're lying to you, you know? Right. So uh, that, we're, we're, that we're playing, you know? So I think that has a very major, that had a very big major effect on the show. I, I mean, we love all the characters, but uh, Kiva is the is the star, uh, Michael Alani, and I had seen him on a number of other shows. So at the when I first started watching uh, the, your show, it was hard for me to to accept him being in that role. But it didn't take long, and uh, he's an amazing character, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he is. What, what what's he like as a as an on screen brother? Hello. Yes. Yep. What's he like as Sorry, what's he I, what what's he like like as an on-screen brother? Um, he's uh he what is he's what he is. I mean, uh, first of all, we don't have these many scenes. If you, I don't know if you've noticed that. Yes, it is um, true. Yeah, it is true. We have, yeah. So I mean, we are a family, but we don't meet that much, or let's say we don't meet on screen that much. Um, right. But yes, he's my younger brother, and uh, he's uh, sweet and naive and dreamy, and uh, uh, yeah, and he needs to be taken care of. <laughs> he sure he sure does. And, yeah. and what about what about your dad, uh, who's an amazing actor, uh, Shulam? Uh, you, you know, he's 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 just wonderful. What a great actor he is. And and uh, uh, how, how, what what is it? What is your assessment of him as the on-screen dad? Um, I mean, also with, with Shulam, I don't have that many scenes, but, um, I think that Shulam is a very, uh, yeah, I think that just as the audience, audience have a love hate relationship with him. I think that also his, his, his children have, has it the same way. So, uh, I mean, he's, uh, he tends to ruin our our things uh to smash our desires yeah. and to um uh set his opinions as the only right ones but um he's still very lovable so i think um yeah i think that's that's what describes him the best um but he's also he's a very funny character. I mean, you can't not not like Shulim. He's impossible. He's the best, you know. Impossible not to like him. Yeah, absolutely. What about your on-screen husband, who at the beginning, the first season certainly, he's not very likable, but he really makes you laugh, especially in this last season where he decides he's going to be an actor and uh, and uh, you know he. He, he starts uh, kind of taking the side of the sun. So you have some confrontations, but uh, um, what's, what's, what's your, on, your, your opinion of your on-screen husband? Um, 
Well, obviously she married with him because she loved him and she still does. I, I still think they have they have love between them. It's just that he doesn't look um, further on on the consequences of things and he's irresponsible. <laughs> and I think that these two things are what drive are the things that drive Kitty crazy because um, uh, he's reckless, you know, he doesn't think a moment ahead. So um, in, in all the things he does. So it could be cute, it could be lovable, it could be nice, but there are consequences that someone needs to front later on. So I think also this time with the Yosele, um, it's not that I, it's not that Gitty has anything against this girl. She right. she doesn't even know her. She just right. knows uh, that the price it's going to take. Right. I exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, that that was the interesting arc certainly for for this season. Uh, I know that you filmed uh, this last season uh, during COVID. Yeah, started. You stopped. Uh, of course. You wouldn't know it. You didn't. They didn't put that. They didn't put that in the script at all. So, what was it like recording that that third season uh, when COVID was still out there? Um, we had a smaller set. We had uh, all kind of restrictions, but it was it was okay. It wasn't that bad. I mean, um, COVID in Israel was never too bad. We had lockdowns, but if you had a special permit, you could have worked uh one once you're while you're in, in lockdown so it was okay it's just that uh, we didn't have a party we didn't have uh uh scenes with a lot of people in it was yeah. more intimate in a way right what's it like for you you've been you've been an actress yeah. for many years but i suppose i mean this this show is a hit internationally especially with netflix uh you you know i see your picture you look very similar to your character. Uh, do you find yourself since that show's been on being stopped everywhere you go and people calling out your name, Gitti? Um, uh, actually, look, in Israel, it's not I, the, the place I live in. Nobody cares. It's a uh, yeah, sometimes <laughs> they do. They don't they don't really care about it. Everyone there is an actor or something. <laughs> they, no, nobody gives a you know, nobody, nobody cares. But um, yeah, when I was in New York, it happened. Uh, I guess the more, uh, let's say, foreign places I go to, then they would stop me more because they they it's quite shocking for them to see me. Yeah, but I, within I, my own neighborhood or city, mm, not not that much. No. The, also, I, I've done so many things in Israel and, and this show has been going on for eight years. So people get used to it. You know, it's not uh, it's nothing new already. So, yes. um, yeah. To, to close, I have to ask you, uh, times are really tough in Israel right now. All we're all feeling it in the Jewish communities around the world. Um, uh, tensions even here in Montreal where I live are very high. There's protests by uh, supporters of the Palestinian cause. There's solidarity rallies with the Jewish community. There's been all kinds of acts of violence in Montreal. Um, how are you doing? How are you doing personally with, with kind of a war going on right now? Uh, actually, it's, it's quite terrible. I'd say for war is terrible for all sides. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm not in Tel Aviv now because we had so many 
uh, alarms going on and bombings. And it's not a nice it's not a nice time to be there now. So I went to a friend who lives up north and I thought I'm going for two days, but I ended up being here for a week. And hopefully, I hope it will be over in the next few days. Uh, I'd say that people who live in the south, that's really terrible. I can't imagine being there right now. Uh, um, yeah. But yeah, war is just a terrible thing. What can I say? Yeah, well, we're all we're all yeah. praying for for the state of Israel. We're all praying for the citizens of Israel. We stand together with Israel, certainly in Canada. Uh, and everyone is everyone is watching uh, with our fingers crossed that that things work out. And we all know, uh, you know, what's what what really the truth is in this matter. Uh, so we we hope. Oh, things... do, do you want to you want to hear a funny story? Yes. Someone posted on if there were actually Shisel is really it's, it's successful all over the world. And uh, I don't know who this guy is, but someone posted a a photo of uh, a Muslim girl in East Jerusalem with a with a hair cover. I, I don't know how you call it, this thing you put over your hair. And he said, look what they're doing to Giti. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah. So people, you see, at the end, they don't even see the differences, which is in a way it's a nice thing. Uh, so they took it personally as a as a thing that is happening to ultra Orthodox Jews in Jerusalem. So uh, because I'd say, and that would be my final thing about it, is that at the end, there are, the differences are not that big. It's just what people make out of them. And uh, that's a very sad thing. It, 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 definitely, it definitely is. I want to thank you for taking the time, especially during you know the situation you're, you're enduring. And we look forward to seeing the interview with, uh, for the uh, uh, seminary on Sunday in Montreal. Uh, all thank the you best. Very much. All the best and stay safe. Thank you. Thank you very much. Netta Riskin has been my guest. Yeah.